I want you to make it very concrete and specific and tiny, 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 super tiny, almost like ridiculously tiny where you're like, Lindsay, uh, this is so small. It's ridiculous. This shouldn't even be a goal. I'm Lindsay. I'm here to teach you proven strategies to be your own therapist that will take you from anxious to relieved. I'm here to help you feel lighter and hopeful while building a life full of meaning. I'm a licensed anxiety therapist running a successful private practice in New York City. So from someone that gives therapy and has been in therapy, I'm here to help you use the formula that moved me forward through serious anxiety in my own life. So follow along as I share what works and what doesn't. This is Unlock Your Therapy. Welcome to session one of the podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about my high and low of the week. I'm going to be sharing what's going well and what needs improvement in my own life. This helps bring attention to gratitude, reflect on something that was nice over the past week, and reflecting on a low could help me improve a habit or just reflect on how I might have handled a disappointment that happened in the past week. Then we're going to be doing a deep dive into anxiety, where we spill the tea on hot goss in the mental health world. That could be from research being conducted to a celebrity with a mental health issue to a book that might have come out about mental health. We're going to be exploring our knowledge of mental health topics, growing our knowledge base because knowledge is power. Then we're diving into our skill of the week where I teach you a tool to be your own therapist this week. And finally, we'll wrap up with our action item for today. Hopping right into highs and lows. So my high for the week was so great. I'm just smiling thinking about it. My son Carson is turning three years old, July 1st. I can't believe it. So I had his three-year-old birthday party this past weekend. We wanted it to be a little early so that people who were going away for the summer could come. Everyone seemed to be available for that weekend. My mom is here visiting and she could come. He adores her. So we had his birthday party. It was Spider-Man themed. It was so great. It was at a park outside. The rain cleared up for like a two-hour window that we could have the party. It worked out great. Now, I'm particularly proud of myself because I'm often intimidated by hosting events or parties, especially at my house. I get a little nutty about cleaning. I'm kind of a messy person. I don't, you know, do the daily tasks of making everything perfectly organized. So it does get a bit out of control. So I tend not to offer to host many things at my house. So I did what I could to take the pressure off. And I'm really proud of myself because I knew if I took as much pressure off as I could, then I'd follow through on having the event. So I had it at a public park. I was able to get everyone to come to one location, bring tents and tables and folding chairs and just have a good time at a park where the little kids could run around. I did hire some party entertainment, which didn't show up. So that part was a little bit of a low for me, but it still went really well. The low of my week, I would say my house being kind of a disaster. (laughs) I mean, the main areas of my house are good, but my bedroom, my kids' rooms, upstairs, it's kind of a wreck. 
because I had three days back to back of family events. I had my birthday. I had a family pool party. I had my son's party. And then diving into the work week, I've just been working a lot and I don't have a babysitter this week for the baby. So it's been a little chaotic and it's reflecting in my space. And I don't love that feeling. I don't like feeling disorganized. I really want to get that under control. So that is what I'm going to try to focus on a little bit each day and hope to rein that in, but we'll see. (laughs) Next up on the podcast is anxiety, where we spill the tea on what is going on in the mental health world. So since I've been launching Unlock Your Therapy, I really want to make sure that what I'm doing here in this business is relevant and actually going to be helpful at changing people's lives, not to be dramatic, but to help people get a handle on their anxiety, provide really relevant tools, e-tools, courses I'm creating, all of that. But I want to make sure that there's research and actual scientific evidence that supports what I'm doing. I'm not just trying to be someone out there spouting claims that aren't backed up by actual evidence and science. So my first topic for anxiety, I looked at what research is there out there on the type of therapy and the type of tools I'm trying to share to the world for people to be their own therapist, to use these tools themselves in a self-help way, translate it to a understandable format for them. And is there evidence that backs up having digital tools of this type of therapy? So the type of therapy that I use and integrate in everything I do is called acceptance and commitment therapy. Not that you need to know that, but that's the research that I was looking at. So I found research from 2021 that looked at digital therapy tools from that therapy that I use. And is that effective online in a digital format for reducing anxiety? So I'll include in the show notes the title of the research article and all of the authors of the article and give them props and credit. And if you ever want to read the actual article, you can find it in the show notes. So their research showed that, yes, it absolutely helped with the reduction of anxiety and it helped increase psychological flexibility. So psychological flexibility, it might be a new word to you. That is basically being able to accept feelings and thoughts as they show up and as they come in and being able to work with that and do what serves you. So living in line with values and using that information of thoughts and feelings in a way where you can kind of twist it into something that you're focusing on in a meaningful way and giving meaning to your life. So having that flexibility mentally to accept what's coming in and then doing something in the right direction that will help you. So I was really pleased with this research that I found on showing that digital products really work. They showed that there was a 70 something percent user rate for these digital tools, which is amazing because in the online space of online businesses and e-courses, the typical user of an e-course, and I am a serial e-course purchaser, so I am this demographic, the typical person that buys an e-course, that's only 13% completion rate. So out of everyone that buys one e-course, only 13% of that population will complete the e-course out of all the people that buy it. 
I found that to be horrifying. I hope my statistics are better. I think, of course, my audience will be much better at using the e-courses and tools. But I was really happy to see that in this research article, they said 70-something percent of the users completed the tools and used these therapy tools online in a digital way. And that because it was so convenient and user-friendly that it led to more success. So I loved that. And that's right in line with what I'm doing. So I hope that it translates to the products I'm creating for people to take all the information and be their own therapist and just have me in the background as a coach cheering you on. I created something brand new, the No More People Pleasing mini course. I help women to stop people pleasing and put themselves first without the guilt. What would life look like if you could stop asking your partner to order food for you in a restaurant or ask your boss for that raise you're long overdue for? I'm going to teach you four proven strategies, research proven strategies that's going to bring you from people pleasing and passive to empowered and confident. You're going to use my outline, my scripts, my beautifully designed PDFs to get the exact skills you need to become more assertive in your life. I'm going to teach you four skills through my videos and worksheets that's going to bring you to a place of confidence and being assertive in your life. You're going to get my beautifully designed self-esteem daily journal to print out, my practice assignments to start changing your mindset and your behaviors. If you sign up now before I launch, you can get it for $29. That's the lowest it will ever be. And I'm giving everyone who signs up now a bonus gift. So go to at Unlock Your Therapy on Instagram, click the link in my bio to get on the list. Next up is skill of the week. So skill of the week is habits and behaviors that are going to be mood independent. So what does that mean? It means exactly what it sounds like. So for example, if I wake up and I'm not feeling so great, that doesn't mean I'm gonna just scratch my habit of drinking any water that day, right? Because drinking water is not mood dependent. It's not dependent on how I feel. It's just something I do as a habit. Uh, Now, I could get better with that habit, to be honest. I'm not the best at drinking just water. I drink a lot of seltzer and coffee and other things. But that's just an example. So it's a behavior or habit you're cultivating independent of a mood. So I forget how that quote goes, but like motivation is what starts you and habit is what keeps you going. Or I think it's discipline. Discipline is what keeps you going. I don't know what that quote is, but it makes sense, right? So motivation gets us started like, oh, I'm so excited. I want to do this new thing. We're happy about it. It's new and fresh and fun, but then it becomes a chore. So what keeps us going? A habit or the discipline of doing it. So it makes it not dependent on how you're feeling. Regardless of how you feel, you're still going to show up and take a walk today, or you're still going to drink five glasses of water today, or you're still going to get your work done that you need to get done that day, regardless of how you feel for the most part. So the skill of the week is to think of habits and things you want to cultivate and trying to really figure out, is it dependent on your mood? Do you tend to exercise only when you're in a good mood or when you have a day off or when you're not stressed? Or are there habits that you can cultivate regardless of your mood and how you feel? Okay, 
So this segues right into our action item for this week. So for this week, I want you to think of a micro habit. So that's again, exactly what it sounds like. A habit that is really, 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 really tiny. Almost so tiny, you could not possibly fail at it. So for example, I read a book, I think it was actually called Micro Habits, where the guy wanted to work out, he was sitting on his couch, procrastinating, he was just like really overwhelmed with the idea of like forcing himself to do this like 30 minute workout he wanted to do. So instead, he said, you know what, I'm going to do one push up. And he did, he got up and did one push up. It was just to get him up and moving and doing something. And then he made his goal to do one push up a day. I think he did one push up a day for a year. So this way he would be in bed like at 1130 at night, he'd be exhausted and he wouldn't have done his push up and he did it in his bed. Like, oh yeah, I forgot to do my push up today. And he did a push up in his bed right before he went to sleep. And this way he didn't fail at that habit. It built momentum. It built his self-esteem. So he felt really good that he continued that habit of just doing one push-up. So think of what your one push-up is going to be. So think of a habit that you've been trying to work on, or maybe it's a habit that you've kind of time and again let go of. It's kind of fell by the wayside every time you try to start it. It's probably because it's too big. We often make habits that are way too big for us. So think of whatever the habit might be or the thing you want to work on is, and then you're going to rip that up. I want you to shred it up in half, in a quarter, in a fifth of the size. So for example, if you want to drink 10 glasses of water a day, I want you to make that like four glasses of water a day. (laughs) That's what your goal is going to be. This way you can always hit it and achieve it and feel good. And if you happen to do more, great. That's just icing on the cake. But you made your goal and you didn't slide backwards. It didn't fall by the wayside. So whatever that is for you, like if you want to go for a walk for 30 minutes every day, maybe change that to I want to go for a walk for 15 minutes, three times a week. And it's going to be when I pick up my kid from school, I'm going to get there 15 minutes early and walk around the block a few times before I go to the door and pick up my kid. I want you to make it very concrete and specific and tiny, 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 super tiny, almost like ridiculously tiny where you're like, Lindsay, uh, this is so small. It's ridiculous. This shouldn't even be a goal. Great. I want you to do that. And I want you to hit that goal, that habit over and over and over again. And then you can add to it later on. If you nail it at going for a walk for 15 minutes, three times a week, Great. Next month, you can add on, you know what, I want to go for a walk four days a week for 15 minutes or five days a week for 15 minutes. You're building really, really tiny so that you can build up that self-esteem and confidence and momentum and feel like you showed up for yourself, you're doing the habit, you're sticking to the things you're saying, and that's going to help you feel really good. And it's going to help with anxiety. It's going to help with self-esteem and confidence. And it's just going to cultivate that really good momentum that you're going to need. So that's it for this session. I hope you found all these tips helpful. Check out the show notes. Stay tuned for the next episode and go to my Instagram at unlock your therapy. Make sure you're following along because I post my daily ins and outs of my life there. You'll see adorable pictures of my kids, probably way too much on my stories. I share good tips and any new information or things I'm launching are first announced on my Instagram. That's where I hang out the most. 
So follow along on Instagram so you can catch everything that we have coming out. Thanks for listening. And if you found this episode to be at all helpful, please subscribe to the podcast, rate and review us, share this episode with one person you think would really benefit from this information. And remember, bring your anxiety with you wherever you go. Just bring it with you. This podcast is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information on the subject matter covered. It is given with the understanding that neither the host, the guests, the producers, or the publishers are rendering any professional, legal, accounting, clinical, or other professional information. Thanks for listening.